Can I sit down with you? Can I sit I'm going? sitting down. Uh, can we please push the record button? Is it's that done? important. It's important. Not that our superb sound man would ever do anything no. wrong like that. Because, no. you know, he just wouldn't. No. No chance in the <laughs> world, Daz. Um, now, today's the day, big boy. Today oh, is yes. the day. You have promised King Milsey. Yes, I for have. For weeks. All right. So and I'm a little st- later in the show, we're going to make this call. <laughs> well, he's just got to pick up. It's all organised. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. I didn't go through Rena at Squash Australia. Oh, I'm telling you now, I've gone direct to Mills. I've gone. If I was getting Heather Mackay on, I'd go to Heather Mackay. If That's I was right. going to get Ricky Ponting on, like someone else said he yes, would, right. I would go to Ricky no, Ponting. I've, I've I wouldn't go to his contact. real estate agent with the twenty million dollar house. I'd go to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go straight to Ricky. Yeah. Okay. So I've gone straight to the source. All I'm saying is, and the source said, "I'm answering the phone." I'm, I'm metaphorically okay. holding my breath for you. We know that a five hundred. If he does not take your call, you're calling from your phone. Yeah, it's a five hundred dollar. Yeah, it's it five hundred dollars to charity if he does not answer. So I, I kind of hope he does. Are you feeling alright? Does. You feeling alright or not? Uh, well, you got to ask Kaz for the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <it's true. laughs> hey, can we do a bit of feedback? Um, yeah, yeah. Because that's we've got socials for a reason. Yeah. And when people send in messages, um, I like this one from David White. And, uh, what's, it in re- what's it in reply to? To, to, what's it for? to, to Mark showing his chest. Oh, and we're, me. Talking, we're talking about showing your chest. But and hang on a second. I was showing my chest in that picture. I, I was telling you about my golf tan and that I had to yeah. the golf tan. Yeah. That's why. That's all, But that's, that's okay. I'm only showing you my chest tan. I'm not saying, here's my chest. Oh, no, I understand that. But we get feedback and I just want to give the feedback. Right. So you don't right. have to justify your chest. But David would like to justify your Very chest. Very sensitive, Marco. David would like to give you a new nickname. What's and he that? wants to nickname you after seeing your chest, Blackbeard. Why? Because he has a sunken chest. Oh, please. <laughs> Mate, who's that? Oh, David White. What a ripper. David, there used to be pecs in those uh, oh, positions. Yes. <laughs> and they were magnificent And Rob, Robin did say, not really sure what to say. Mm. But grrr. Oh, good on you, Robin. No, I he's like a ripper. Robin. I like Robin. <laughs> I like Robin. Anything else? Uh, yeah, Bowie also said, and Paris Hilton walked away from this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Stay tuned, Bowie, because apparently we're going to have Millsy on and we might have to tell him the Paris Then Alan said Superman in training day one. (laughs) (laughs) That's very good. But the best one I like at the end is Dave and he says, heart and soul, a true Collingwood man. There we go. There you go. Lovely. Hey, thanks for the feedback, gentlemen. Uh, uh, So um, I've got some feedback for you too because we took a photo of you staring at a beer. Brumanity, David Neitz's beer. You were just staring at it. Extra crisp. And and a picture tells a, a thousand words. Yeah, it does. And a lot of people wanted to talk about this. Now, this is Jeff, Jeff Wickham. That's love in its purest form. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is accurate. Yeah. Raymond Schmitz, hope you enjoyed your beer, Ox. Miss you both on the radio. Hey. Good on you, Raymond. Very nice. Yeah, Raymond Schmitz. Are we having a beer today, please? I think we should at yeah, some stage. Yeah, we will. Uh, and Brian McPherson, mmm, beer. Mm. Just chilling a bit of Homer Simpson. Paul Evers, that's the look he has every time. He's about to consume copious amounts. Mm. When's the last time you consumed copious what amounts? What would you say copious amounts is where where you get drunk? Um, because for people, people don't know this. You are the world's greatest drinker. No, I'm and I am at the other end of the spectrum to where I am the worst yeah, ever drinker on the planet. For me, when I watch you, you need to get to the basically the end. Be twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. 
for that to hit the sides. But, but I'm now 50, so it's getting a bit easier. If if I, if I really want to just be have a really good night where I just go, yeah, if it's going to be an early night, it's not going to be an expensive night. I so just, just have, to get in the zone. I just have a couple of reds in between my beers. Oh. And you're in the zone? Reds just make me happy. Well, the, the reds keep just you in two, the zone? Just or? two reds. Just, no, but they get me to a bit of a silly point. Yeah. I like being silly. Yeah, everyone likes Just a silly. little bit silly point. Is there any other reason it. why you drink? No. Because you don't get funnier. You don't look any better. You just Your want to be Miyake, uh, drifts away. <laughs> <laughs> drifts away. So, no, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you there. Uh, so, I thought mixing the drinks would be a bad thing for you, though. Yeah, well, you mix, but you're not going to go stupid, stupid. But that's I, I find that if I have a couple of reds because I don't drink it a lot, yeah. it, it hits me in a different way. Like beer, you know where your levels are at, but with wine, kind of creeps up on you. It's like, I don't know, you're walking down a laneway and all of a sudden someone jumps out and it gives you a bit of a fright and mm. it just gets you... Just Technical gets, question. Just Te- gets you going. Technical question. Yes. How long... What's the longest you've been in the zone? So, you know, at the start, you're just wetting the palate, basically, and you're just drinking for drinking's sake, hoping to get to that zone. Yeah. And then there's the zone where you can do no wrong. Yeah. You are a magician. Everything yeah. that comes out of your mouth is hilarious or yeah. funny or, yeah. or just makes people love you even more. And yeah. then you tip over the edge yeah. to where you become unfunny, yeah. boorish. Slob. Slurring words. Yeah. And just drinking for drinking's sake again I, to the I, other side. I reckon the pool table is a very good guide. Mm. I reckon four, be- four beers in, you are going from a normal pool player to Eddie Charlton. Eddie Charlton. And then at beer 12, you yes. go from Eddie Charlton to Steady Eddie. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> <All right? laughs> oh, so then you've just, you just you get a little bit shaky and you're just not quite there. Yeah. And then after that, put the pool cue away and <laughs> go go to the Chesterfield and just sit down and chill out. We love Steady Eddie. <laughs> One of the great comedians of all time. One of the most beautiful human beings. Is he still but going to Eddie? T- he will even tell you this. His pool isn't great. So, <laughs> so is, is he still going, Steady Eddie? Do we know? Yeah, Steady He's still going fine. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe he's one for a bit of extra material down the track at some stage. Yeah, we'll get steady. Well, if he wants to come on. We're steady on for sure. If he wants to come on. Just maybe not playing pool. Mm. Hey, um, can I talk to you about um, politics? What? (laughs) (laughs) What? You want to talk about politics? And you know I don't talk politics too often, do I? Why would you want to talk about politics for? Because I had my own party. You remember that? Yeah, the surprise party. Surprise was, party. It was one of the best things you ever did. It was similar to the sex party, but without the sex. Yeah, I, I know why he wants to talk politics. <laughs> why? He's buying time because Millsy's on answering. Yes. Hang on. That's what's going that on. That could be it. After the break. He's just told me. He's just, oh, you oh, sure? he's just polishing his crown <laughs> after the break. <laughs> Do not right? believe so, it. Do not so, believe it. So don't tell me you want to get the surprise party up and running again. Well, I might have to because there's some things that are happening at the moment, and this is is a real simple one, and this is not politically, uh, and I'm not on the left or on the right. Yes, I can't be any more in the middle if I try. Yeah, right, right. I'm right there. Yeah, I right, believe I'm you. on the. I'm on. I can see on, that. Walking, I know that. Walking on the fence. You're a man of the people. There's one thing that really annoys me at the moment: is just carry on about flags. All right, we need a flag for this and a flag for that. We need a flag for transgender. We need a flag for. Yep. For LBGTQA, yep. we need all of these different flags. Jerusalem, America. Okay, so when it, when it comes to politics, this is my this is what I want to say. Is this your advice to this for is politicians? My advice. On the back of some stuff that's going on lately, right. we have an Australian flag and we have an Indigenous flag. If you are in charge of government of the day, yeah. so I'm going to say that whether you're Labor or Liberal, you can fly the Australian flag, or you can fly. The Indigenous flag. That's it. Or both. You can put both up and you should put both up because they're the people who 
represent who right. the parties are. These other flags can get get rid of them. We don't need them. Yeah. From a political point of view, Marco. It's done. It's Well, it's not there. They shouldn't have to fly a flag because those two flags yeah. cover everybody. We don't need to be marginalising and bringing up stupid things. Just have those two flags. We don't need to also, have... Also, politicians, it's Australia, Indigenous, that's it. I'll even take it one step further. Same, well, as, same as the footy. Do the two flags. Don't be doing all that's these... It. Don't do all these causes. We right. don't need to do all these causes. But if you're a transgender person, for instance, and you're marching down the street, you can have the transgender flag. Of course you no can. Worries. Of course you can. But when it's you're just a, politicians. But when you're, a governing, when you're a governing body, same as the AFL, when you're a governing body and you're looking after the masses, two flags. Would that take away a lot of hate and a lot of divisiveness? Yes, I, I think it's a wonderful policy. Why have we got so many crusaders, Mark? I don't know. I and hope... you're politically savage. I'm not. Oh, uh, savvy. Or oh, savage. savage. <laughs> <laughs> You're politically savvy. I, I can be savage also. Yeah, you can be savage. I can be savage. Uh, but are we, should we be working towards just everybody's under one flag at some stage? Of course we should be. Do you think, now, do you think it'll ever happen? Be sad if it... If we sit here in 100 years' time and this show just continues on forever and there's a couple other blokes doing a cabin, a couple other beers, do you reckon they'll be under one flag or do you reckon we're just... Who's making flags anymore? <laughs> like, seriously. It's got to be a dying business. It's like Astros. No, it's not. There's not a dying business, mate. Buy, buy, buy. <laughs> flags. Get into the flag business. Seriously. You don't what? want to be investing in Astros R Us, though, right now. No, I've, no. I've just I've sold me bookshelf business. So yeah. book, the Bell bookshelf's not selling too well at the moment. What about the vaping hat? The vaping, the vaping hat. Get into that business. So when it comes to you know I'm not good on politics, but I just wonder why we have to worry about all these stupid flags. Can I just have one say on politics? Yeah. I don't care whether you're Liberal or Labor or One Nation Greens. or Greens or whatever. Surprise party? If you're asked a question <laughs> and you don't answer the question, yeah. you should go on probation for a month. That's it. And that goes for someone in a little seat in Tassie yep. or the Prime Minister. If you're asked a question and you don't answer, that reporter can take you to a tribunal, a politician tribunal, and if you don't answer, then he gets suspended for a certain amount of time. So, and, and a bit like our old thing for the suspensions, you don't answer once, you get a week. You don't answer twice, twice. you get two, two weeks. weeks. You don't answer three you times? You don't answer three times, you get four, four weeks. weeks. Oh, hang on. It doubles every time. It doubles every oh. single time once until the these politicians eight, eight learn weeks. that they've got to answer. And... Here's the best bit. All right. If you don't know the answer, you look down the barrel and you speak in the microphone and whoever is governing, you say, I don't know to answer that. I don't know. And that's okay. Perfect. There's nothing wrong with that. So good. But you just make a great don't politician. bullshit the people. I'm so sick of these people not answering questions. All right, I'm going to ask you a question, all right? You're in government. I'm You're in, in government. government. You're in government I'm right in now. government. Let's do a bit of role play. And, and, and... The Tribunal Council okay. for politicians is up and going. Okay. And I want eight weeks. Okay. So I've got a 16-week penalty hanging over my head. Okay. Righto. So, Mark, why are you flying the transgender and rainbow flags? Because <sighs> I want their vote. <laughs> <laughs> I want their vote and we're not far away. From an election. Wouldn't it be better just under two flags? You know, that's all they've got to say. 
It's not hard, is it? It's not hard. I want their vote. I'm looking at, you know, I want them to vote for me and I want them to know I've got their back. That's all i got to say. I'm, I want you to be in politics. It's That's as political as I'm ever getting. I just want to ask one question and I want you to ask me the same question. Mm-hmm. And this is the last time we ever speak. If you were the Prime Minister and you could change one law, what would that be? One thing. You've got... You, you, and It's changed Forever. Forever. Am I helping mankind or am I helping you? You're helping Australians. Me? And you. Individually? Maybe. (laughs) It's up to you. Because I reckon if I was Prime Minister, I'd be a bit selfish. I'd be a little bit selfish. Would you be filling your pockets with cash? Can we go to Dan? Can we go to our team here and see what they'd do? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What would Dan we'll, do? We'll go around the table. What would Dan Dan, do? You're the Prime Minister for one day. I reckon what I'd do, I would get daylight savings so it comes in and out at the same day for every single state, and yes. I'd make Queensland do it. Yes. I'd make them do it. Yes. WA and, as well. WA. And, and WA. And I'd change the South Australian and Northern Territory time zone, so it's not a half an hour behind. It's the stupidest it's an, thing in the world that it's half hour. So yes. it's an hour, hour, hour. Yes. Clever. Clever. Where's, what's that half an hour thing mean? What the hell you know, is so arrogant? You might get they, voted on that. Hey, you know another one? Why does the AFL have four points for a win, two points for a draw? What about two points for a win, one point for a draw? Oh, you get twice as much. But what's that mean? Who thought of that idea? Yeah, it's, 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 look, it's, Interesting I, it really question. hasn't come up, um, but if I'm changing, <laughs> I can change anything. <laughs> Stop that. I'm not worried about the footy. <laughs> not, I ain't worried about the footy. Yeah, Mine's going to be controversial. Oh, no surprise. I'll go first then. Can I want no, to mine's, mine's, mine's about the road. You change one law, you got to go back in time and get rid of a law. That's what I would do. It's the Kerry Packer. Can you remember when Kerry yeah, Packer... Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Kerry Packer told it how it was and basically said, you're no good and, you know, why would you pay too much tax? You're not doing much good with it anyway. One of his points was go back and there's too many laws. In our country, they need to audit what is going on behind the scene. There are way too many. And once that audit is done, if you bring a new law in, you got to get rid of one. I Let's like just it. simplify it's good. It's good. our world. Hmm. It's good. You? Come on. Mr. The controversy? No, mine's about crime. Crime. Because no, I hate these bastards, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> three things. Go on. You steal something, and I'm talking about a car or a stereo, you damage something. Stoning. So like graffiti. Or burning oh, something graf- down? Graffiti again. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you and graffiti. <laughs> but hang on. But these pricks just get away with it. Oh, so, no, I can't. All right, so put it this way. You steal a car, hmm. all right, and you say it's, a, say it's your car and it's yeah. your little um, Subaru. So just say it's your <laughs> Subi. Say it's your Subaru. Well, you wouldn't drive Nothing a Lexus. Nothing wrong with a Subaru. <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we, love, we love yeah, Subis. We love, we love Subis, yeah. but we love Lexus. But just say it's a Subaru and it's worth 30000 you write it off. You've got to pay that 30000 back to that person or you stay in jail you stay in jail as, nice. a, as a consequence. Yeah, I like that. It. There good. is mandatory sentencing on... Remember in the old days, if you stole a man's horse... What happened then? Death. You How got, long ago? Well, for a while. 200 years well, ago? No, we're talking about the 1800s. Right. If you stole a man's horse... You got hung. You were, sh- you were either shot or hung. Bloody hell. Now, I don't want shooting or hangings for stealing a car, but there's incarceration, <laughs> and if you damage someone's goods... That goes against your name, and like a hex fee, you've got to pay it back. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's silly. It's and good. it doesn't matter how Dave's, long. What do you mean not? It, Could it be just like a hundred a week for a long time, or no, what do you do? Fifty dollars a week? You pay it back. If you can't pay it back, you sit in the can. Because guess what? You'll think about it next time, Muppet. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. Have you ever stolen anything? Not a car. What have you stolen? 
Not a lot. I stole a toy gun once when I was a little kid. Oh, no. Yeah. A gun? Yeah. Why? It looked good. And my mum found it. Where'd you steal from? A toy shop. You stole from a shop? Yeah. Undid the package. Oh, you are. You're, yeah, that was bad. You are. You're that was bad. I undid the package and I took a gun. And then I was stupid enough to be clicking it in the back seat. And Oof. mum saw it and she said, where'd you get that from? I used to steal this and bloke's paper. she took paper. me back and maybe give it back. I used to steal the Herald Sun off this one bloke that gave me the shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, used to walk right. past and just pick it up. And I got it a few times. I thought, In the glad wrap? There could be CCTV here. So I stopped doing it. Well, I did it. I did it with a hood on for, for the next couple. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I walked past. Oh, they didn't recognise. <laughs> <laughs> but I reckon I got it three or four times. I reckon, <laughs> I, reckon, I, reckon, I, reckon I stole the Herald <laughs> you Sun. Reckon that's gonna, <laughs> you reckon he wouldn't know who it was? <laughs> <laughs> Big David Schwartz walks over. Why didn't it be jumper with on? his Melbourne Demons hoodie? <laughs> with a hoodie on, turns around, he's got number five on the sleeve, oh, and he wouldn't that's know. That's not good, was. is it? That's not good. Uh, so I stole, no, about, so I stole about five bucks. Yeah, stealing's terrible. But anyway, I would, I'd make, I would make sentencing more. Yeah, more real. Yeah, not mandatory, but I'd certainly make it because there are circumstances, but more real. <sighs> hey, how are you feeling? You know, when about, we're about to make I a hate politics. Call. I hate politics, and thank God we're going to lighten it up and speak to the king. Let's go to a break. Hang on. Well, let's go to a break. Let me get my confidence you. up, <laughs> and let's fingers, fingers crossed, crossed and hope like you, hell. You're going to look stupid otherwise. I'm going to have a beer. Just let me have a beer first. I'm just going to open up a beer. Can I have one too, please? Yep. Ooh, oh, no. All right. Here we go. Robert Mills coming up after the break. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're having a couple of beers with a couple of blokes. This is Ox and Marco. And when you get a sec, we'd love you to subscribe and rate the podcast. Well, I am sweating, and I'm not sweating for me. I am sweating for you because you have promised Robert Mills for weeks. Have I ever let you down? Yes, a All number right. of times. <laughs> no, but so, I mean really in a big way. Not in a big way. Yeah, no, that's never, little, little but ones. Just little ones, and that's okay. That's half your allure, and I don't mind that. Okay, it's, no. it's no big deal. Yep. But I'm telling you, I'm holding my breath, and if this bloke doesn't pick up the phone... I, I won't know what to do. Right, Dan, just, over to you. All right, let's Make have a go. Call. Let's have a go. 
Well, Mizzy, we're really lucky to have you on. and Lucky to have him on. You've promised him for five episodes. Well, we've finally got him. <laughs> well, how, now, Millsy, how busy have you been? Very, very busy. Uh, I've been doing Andrew at the musical. I've been doing uh, Moomba. I've, I've been very busy. Mate, well, we do appreciate your time because I know that none of these boys in here trusted me or believed that we used to hang out at the Red Eagle on a Sunday night. Me and you used to... Yes. We were we were, we were doing some big songs back then. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. It was... Uh... For the last time, I'm not playing K-San. I'm not, I'm not playing. <laughs> uh, and when I used to see you there as well, Millsy, and you used to go into a serenade mo- mode yes. uh, there towards the end of a Sunday night session. Is that fair to say that you used to serenade the masses? Oh, yeah, 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 totally. I mean, if it wasn't the, the pump-up party rock songs, it's... Uh, there was always a request for some, you know, for some ballads. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Whatever, whatever the crowd wanted. Well, the reason we got you on Millsy is because Marco is married with two beautiful children because of you, and he wants to tell you the story just so you understand <laughs> and he appreciates <laughs> what you did for him. <laughs> no, that's not true. That is true. That's not true. That's what you told me. That's not true. Just right. so you know, as as the as the Moomba monarch, I can't get you out of any parking tickets. I, I'm, look, it's just a. <laughs> it was, fair enough. Well, he might have been double parked this night. He'll tell you the story. No, let's just start at the start. All right, ready, Millsy, When you were in your prime, and, and my God, what a prime it was! It was a good prime. Well done. <laughs> I was also in my prime. Oh, come on. Come on. And my, my prime, the big, a big part of my prime mm-hmm. was the boutique nightclub. Yes. Oh, to where yeah. I had access to many, many good things, to where I didn't have to wait in line. I could bring in 15 people if I wanted to. The Russian boys would look after me. Nick. Nick <laughs> and his brother. They were sensational. But I was single for most of that journey. Mm. In fact, just about all of it. <laughs> One day, Millsy, one day. News got back to Marco. That I, Paris Hilton was going to the boutique. The boutique. Yeah. Which is fine. Which oh, is yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is, is fine. fine. Which is fine. And what did you think at the time when you found out that Paris was going to the boutique? If Millsy can, I'm an absolute certainty. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Absolute certainty. So Marco heads off to the boutique. That's right. Knowing that you are a bloody a big chance. Mate. A big chance. A, a certainty. I just put on the Izzy Miyake and off I went. <laughs> right, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. Anyway, so get in there. Walk straight to the Russian. Are they here? Yes, Mark. They're, they're at the back. That's a beautiful. Straight at the back I go. Run in the coal. And oh, I see, Nikki, you, you yes, deal, deal with Nikki Hilton. I see Paris a little bit busy at the back, talking away. Yep. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll just break the ice with Nicole first. Yep. Just do the right thing and, you know, maybe just get a little info. Just just try and feel. <laughs> you wanted to get info about Paris. What? You didn't know who she was or what she was I up to. I just wanted to feel the vibe <laughs> that the Hilton girls might have brought to the boutique with me. Okay. So I would, you know, have some kind yes. of intel. Yes. Right? So, uh, Nikki was smoking. I was a non-smoker, so I went and bummed the smoke off <laughs> Nick. And she gave me one, right? She gave me a smoke, so I'm smoking away. No worries. And it took You've got the... Nikki eating out of your hand. I was a certain Nikki. <laughs> right, right? <laughs> but I was there on a mission, not for Nicole, for Paris. Oh. Yeah. So, Nikki worked out what was going on pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. And... Fob me off, which okay. was fine because no, okay, to you tell you the truth, hurt. I was always looking over in the Paris direction. <laughs> right? I was always looking over there. She knew it. We all knew it. Yeah. It was just a facade. It was just going to happen. She was a stepping stone. She didn't like it much and she fobbed me off. Yes. So then I made my move. All right. Went straight over there. Easy Miyake on. 
saw the look, the gaze, yeah, our, yeah. our gaze crossed. I started getting a little heated, you know. Oh, huh? I could feel, <laughs> yeah. feel what was about to transpire yeah. at the back room of the boutique. There's chemistry everywhere. Chemistry like you would not mm. believe. Yes. Yeah. One minute into the conversation, she said, piss off, basically. <laughs> 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 And I was heartbroken, right? I was heart. I was thinking, all this effort. So hang on. All that is in Miyake. So tell Millsy. Down the toilet. Well, tell Millsy then what happened. So head down, I trudge out of the back room. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, I'll go get myself a bourbon and coke or a vodka lime and soda or something. I look up at the bar. Shandy. There's this beautiful blonde girl named Trisha. And we've been together every ever since. <laughs> ever since. So, Millsy, the first woman I saw, spoke to after the Paris incident, I ended up marrying and had two kids with. So, that is, I'd, like to, I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, that was me at Boutique with her that night as well. So. Oh, no! <laughs> That's why she fobbed you no! off. She's over the back corner. She's the puppeteer. He had you eating. Oh, he said, look at this idiot with the high pants coming over here with the cheap Izzy Miyake on. Look at him. Look at him. And you got swatted away. The funny thing is, I reckon I was also wearing Izzy Miyake. <laughs> <laughs> so you were in the right ballpark. Park, but yeah, uh, no, you're a bit too, too nah, slow. But that's had, fantastic. You had a full house. Well no, but I, no, I'm, I'm happy to bow. I, I'm happy to bow down to a true master. Marco, yes. thanks, mate. Marco, I honestly thought that you were going to say something about you met at the Red Eagle because I've had over the last what's well, nearly 20 years since yeah. I've been playing at the Red Eagle. But so many people have come up to me and said I met my partner. Um, at the Red Eagle <laughs> on that Sunday. So many people have had, like, not just a hookup, but, like, long-lasting relationships. Yeah, it, was, it was a bit – it was a Sunday – That's the Mills factor. It was a, yeah, it was. It was a Sunday sesh. There was a pool tables up the top. It was all happening down near the bar and on the dance floor. It was on like Donkey Kong. Hang on a second. Let's get serious. If you're out getting blind on a Sunday night, you're in the land of the desperado. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Not it was an afternoon. It was, a, no, it was a sensible sip. It was a se- sensible sip. No, there was, Millsy, there was a queue down the line, down the road of about 200 yards. Yeah, they're all desperate. Yeah. Desperates. <laughs> Mate, you've gone to the boutique to try and pick up Paris Hilton. On a Friday you, night. No, but hang on. But you had her sister <laughs> eating out of your hand yes. and she wasn't good enough. That's correct. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, please, Millsy. Millsy, uh, uh, I Thank you for joining us. You're, You're a good star. Hey, just, no, uh, just yeah, what, no, what's he doing at the moment? No, we'll tell, we want to know about the uh, Region Theatre. And, and whose music is it? Oh, yeah, so we're doing And Juliet the Musical. So it's a brand new show. It's just launched on Broadway about three months ago. So it's really fresh to nice. be here. Uh, it was a huge success. It won all the awards in London. And now it's, it's here, and it's incredible cast. Casey Donovan, myself, um, Hayden T, Amy LaPalma. This young girl called Lorinda plays Juliet, and she is incredible. Come and see it. It's all the songs from, like, Pretty Spears, Backstreet Boys. How, how old young for a for one for Oh, a like 25. I think she's like, yeah, okay. she's like 25. Yeah, beautiful. So, like, I'm, I'm 41 this year, so I can say that. Yeah, yeah, you do. We're all getting older, but that's um, that's amazing. And of course, your your kingdom ship will go on for another twelve months. Have you still got duties as the king of Moomba? Does that go all the way through till next year? And because I know Mickey Mouse still hangs around, oh, and no, KB no, and no, Tony no, Shaw. Not, not officially, not officially, but I've got a scepter that I like to wield around. Yeah, well done, well done. Well, Millsy, thank you, mate. And my uh, wife thanks you, and my kids thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the program, buddy. No worries, guys. Have a great afternoon. See you soon. What a star, King Mills. 
How good was Robbie no, he's Hills, a ripper. the king? He's a, and what he, a star. And he took it like a sport. And yeah. um, because of him, you are who you are today. No, that's not true. Yeah, well. That's who I married today. Well, you've got two kids. kids. Yeah. You wouldn't be you without your kids. Yeah, I know. That's true. You'd be still you'd be still wearing Izzy Miyake. Yes. <laughs> still going to the boutique. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's spin the wheel. My let's, turn. My turn again. Go right, on, let's I'll go. Spin it. Hang on. Have you fixed Let it? Rip. Yeah, on, you fixed, fixed it. it. Yes. Here we go. All right, it's landed on Dr. a doctor joke. joke. A doctor joke. Oh, really? <laughs> For this category. Oh, well, guess who? Anyone who's making these bigger, categories bigger, up. Bigger. You, know, you know, put it in, the bloke who can't get Heather McCoy on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay, so uh, this bloke walks into a doctor's office. Yeah. And he's got a carrot in each ear and a pea in each nostril. Really? And he says, hey, doc, I'm not feeling very good. And the doctor took one look at him and said, well, you're not eating right. <laughs> <laughs> We'll catch you next episode, folks. Well, Ox is delivered. Jeez, it took him a bloody long time, but we finally got Mills in the end, and it was well worth a chat. What a nice guy. If you can, we'd appreciate you rating and reviewing the podcast. That's the kind of thing that really helps out. Ox and Marco are back next week, and the pressure's now on Marco to deliver Ricky Ponting. That's his homework. Will it happen next week? Well, we're going to find out. The Couple of Blokes, Couple of Bees podcast is executive produced by Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media. Sound design by the cardigan-loving Daryl Misson at loudzebra.com. Hey, uh, it's been a funny show, right? Been a bit heavy. We are talking politics and thieving. They go hand in hand, really. (laughs) But um, remember the surprise party? Yeah, I do. It It had legs. I reckon it's not only has a great name... I reckon you're the right person. Uh, you know, I don't want to get ahead of hey. myself, but you're probably right. Premier Schwartz. Oh, how good's that? Schwartz. How good's that? Premier Schwartz. Schwartz. Oh, hang on, what was your other name you chose? Michael other, Davis. The, the, Michael Davis. Premier, Premier, Premier Davis. Davis. <laughs> alias Michael Davis. <laughs> yeah. Premier Davis. But how's that? Alias Michael Davis. Oh, yeah. It's got a ring to it. All right. And that'd be a surprise if I changed my name. Yeah, well, let, let's work on it. We've got a lot of surprise policy. <laughs> a lot of surprise policy. Trust me. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.